Psalms, if you put up Matthew chapter 2 while Anna's playing, verse 11. We'll just stay in an attitude of worship. says in verse 11, after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and they worshiped him. And then opening their treasures, will you put your hand over your heart and say, I've got a treasure. Paul the apostle said, we have a treasure in the earthen vessel. That's Christ. If you've been born again, you've got a treasure. And they said that They opened up the treasure. Opening their treasures, they presented it to Him. Will you do that with your hands lifted up from your heart? Present the, the treasure that you are. Christ in you. He's made you. How He's gifted you. How He's graced you. First gift you ever received was righteousness. Will you present that back to Him? Forgiveness. It's a gift of God present that to them. Say, thank you, Lord. It says they opened up their treasures. That's the Magi in the Bible. That's the wise men. And you're a wise man, and I'm a wise man. And today we're going to sanctify our hearts, and we're going to offer our hearts to the Lord. We're going to open our hearts and present the treasure. And they gave them gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And they didn't even know what they were doing. And that gold speaks of deity and the divine one, just like Sharon was singing with the divine sound. Frankincense is a, is a smell of resurrection. And myrrh, the smell of death. And they were prophesying who Jesus was. I want us to sanctify our hearts today, seriously. In the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of a crazy world that rejects Christ, you that have been born again, you his people, present that treasure to him. And says, and they fell on their knees and worshipped. And they opened up the treasure. The Magi. Will you say Magi? These Asian men from the east. These wise men. These pagans that didn't even know God. They followed a heavenly star. Will you tell the Lord, I'm following that heavenly star. Peter says it's like a day star that arises in all of our hearts. We've got that star. Amen. That star called Christ. Amen. And that's the Magi, the wise men. But then there is another one called Magdalene, Mary. And she was a prostitute. And she had an alabaster box that had treasure in it. And that alabaster box was real expensive. And it had the most expensive perfume in that box. And she broke it open. Say, broke it open. And she began to worship the Lord with that box. Just like the wise men, they opened the treasures and they worshiped the Lord in that place called Bethlehem. The Magi. Say the Magi. And then say Mary Magdalene. She broke open that box. And it was a lot of money, that perfume. And as I was looking at that, It really hit me that, yeah, she gave her best to the Lord. And she poured it out. And the other men and religious men were saying, don't you know who's touching you, Jesus? Don't you know her work? Don't you know that she's a prostitute? And he ignores them, right? 
and she's washing his feet. And I seen in that, in that ointment, say treasure. Say, I've got a treasure. Say, I've got perfume from Jesus to spend on him. And I seen that she poured out and broke that box. That's how she made her livelihood. That's how she kind of got financially well. By doing tricks and things like that. But then she pours it out on his feet. And when I seen that, and I, and I heard that, and I go, wow. Not only is she worshiping the Lord with her best, but she's saying, you know what? This is true repentance, Jesus. You're the one that satisfies. I'm pouring this out. I'm quitting this field of lifestyle. I'm pouring it out on you. I'm not going to spend it to attract my suitors any longer. I'm going to pour it out on your feet. There's a change. Do you feel the change? That's treasure that we have. Say, Magi. They opened their treasures as they were worshiping Jesus. Say, Mary. Magdalene broke the box, opened the treasures, and poured out on the Lord. Put your hand over your heart. Say, I have a treasure in this earthen vessel. Tell your neighbor, you've got a treasure in that earthen vessel called Christ Jesus. If you've been born again, you have him in you. You've got gifts. You've got gifts with resurrection in them. Amen. You've got gifts within you with resurrection. You've got gifts with the divine gold. With a divine nature. You've got gifts that will have suffering. With every miracle birth, there is suffering. There is resurrection. But we got it in Christ. Amen? And we're to pour it out on Him first, right? Present yourself a living sacrifice. Will you do that this time of year? In the midst of all the chaos, we're breaking open boxes and we're worshiping the Lord. Amen? And not only that, every gift that He gave, say, freely I received. And freely I'll give. That's Jesus Christ's nature. You have gifts in you during this season. Where everybody's about toys and things. You're going to give them something. Amen? If you had forgiveness, you're going to give them that. You have that grace and that experience. You're going to give that to people. Right? Say, I have this gift. Put on First Peter for me. Chapter 4, verse 10. I'm presenting gifts. I'm opening treasures. I'm worshiping Jesus. But he's made me a gift. You can be seated. He's made me a gift. Tell your neighbor, he's made me a gift. He's made me a gift. Freely. Say this with me. Freely. I have received. Therefore, freely, I shall give. Say, I'll give the Savior to those who are lost. I'm going to give forgiveness and experience of that that I have to other people. I'm going to give great grace to people. I'm going to give what I've gotten freely. Say it's free. Say it's free. Freely I receive. Freely I'm given. You've got something to give to people right now. If you're brand new and just got born again and accepted Jesus, you've got the new birth to give to somebody. You've got forgiveness to tell somebody. I'm guilt free. Don't you want to be? I'm guilt free. Don't you want to be? I'm not in darkness anymore. Amen. Say, I got something to give. Let's read this together. As every man, say every man, has received the gift, say the gift, even so, minister the same one to another. Say that with me. Minister the same gift one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. 
Next verse. That's not what I want. Let's, let's just go back to that verse. I think it's 11. Maybe it's 11. Where was I at? 10? Whoever speaks, let him do it as one who utters as an oracle of God. Whoever renders service, say service. Say, I have service. Let him do it. Say, I'm doing it right now. From this day on, I'm doing service right now. As with the strength which God furnishes abundantly. So that in all things, say all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. How? Through the gift that he put in your life. Will you glorify him this season? Will you glorify him? Will you put people on the right focus? If you will, say amen. Glorified through Jesus Christ the Messiah. To him be the glory, say glory, and dominion forever and ever. Through endless ages, amen, so be it. Let's say that together. To you be the glory. To you be the dominion forever and ever through endless ages. Amen. And so be it. Will you bless him for that? Bless him. Say, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I've received a gift. I'm going to give it. Open up your treasure to the Lord. But give your gift to people right now. Amen. How many will do that right now? Give gifts. We all got different type of gifts, right? You ever hear that? I think it's a jewelry store. The gift that never stops giving. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that jewelry store that says that? This is the gift that never stops giving. Nobody gets jewelry in this house. That's all right. It's all right. It's okay. We don't need that jewelry. <laughs> we don't need that jewelry. It's the gift that never stops giving. You're that gift in God. Never stop giving. Say freely. I have received freely i'm gonna give amen you got to pour out you got to give out during this time you got to keep giving out and more will come to you there's gifts given listen listen romans 12 says there's many type of gifts and you got one of those 101 gift is that you've gotten forgiveness tell your neighbor i've gotten forgiveness that's a gift of god 101 i got eternal life that's a gift of god I've got grace. I'm forgiven. I'm born again. You have that, right? I'm free of sin. You have that, right? So freely you receive, what do you do with it? Freely you give. you got to give it out. Amen? And then the next phase of gifts is Romans 12. And as you come to the house of God and you grow in the house of God, he talks about different gifts in Romans 12. And if you want to put it up there, that's fine, Thomas. I'll go real quick. There's gifts. And it says some are, where is it? Having gifts. Say gifts. Faculties. That word gifts is, I think it's charis or charismas. I, I'm not quite sure. Faculties, talents. Say, I got faculties. I got to give them. I got talents. I got to give them. I got qualities of Christ. I've got to give them. That different according. They're different. Say, they're different. According to the grace given us. Say, I've got grace. It may be different than Jimmy's. It may be different than Arthur's. It may be different than Craig's. It may be different than Anna's or whoever else I didn't name. I have a gift. Say, I got a gift. Let us use them. Say, use them. He who, whose gift is prophecy, let him prophesy. Right? Some of you have that gift. You don't know it yet, but you got that gift. You have it given into you. You have insights. 
The basic of that word in charisma is insight. You're able to see into things. You're able to read motives in people's lives. You don't know how. Why? Because it's a grace given to you. And you can see. Give that gift during this now. Say right now. When you see insights, when people are around a tree, worshiping a tree, and you're seeing that they're burdened and hurting, use your insight. Say gift, a prophecy, and say let me help you with something. Will you do that? I'm doing it. <laughs> All I know is I'm doing it. You've got to do it. You're born again. There's signs that accompany salvation. The moment you receive Jesus' life, he sets your life in motion. I'm telling you that by experience. I was the least of a lot of things, but I gave what I had right then from that moment on. Can you do that? Will you do that? Say, I've got to do it. People are dying out there, folks. Whose gift is prophecy? Insight. You see hearts. You feel the pain that they have, and you speak into it. Say, speak into it. Next verse. Having gifts but differences. He who has gifts in practical service. Say, practical service. A lot of people have that. We need practical. Say, practical. Say, I need spiritual, and I need practical. If you have that gift of practical service, or I think King James might say administration, to set things in order, right? You just can't help yourself. Look at Heather. She can't help herself. She can't help herself how she does things. I'll go into your garage and it looks horrible and I'll spend a day there setting it in order by the gift. Say the gift. Freely you receive, freely you give. That administration removes chaos. People don't have that. Some people don't have that gift and they live in chaos and then use that gift. Bless somebody with the gift of God in your life. Say freely I've received, freely I'm giving. She can remove chaos. She sets things in order. You've got to get rid of this and then put this here. Secondly, this. Thirdly, this. And after that, this, right? Say administration. Say it's a practical service. We need it for order to remove all chaos, right? Let him that give, say give. Himself to serving. He who teaches, say teaches. Some of you teach. Some are apt to teach. I'm not saying you're a pulpit teacher, but you instruct people how to do things. You may be on your job and, and they're ready to cut their finger off on an oil rig and you teach and take time to instruct them because why? Because freely you've received, freely you give, right? Amen. And there's a glory in that gift and Christ is in that gift and you're giving it out, right? It's supernatural. Say it's supernatural. I have that gift. Say I have a gift. And the hymn that teaches instructs. Right? In teaching. Next verse. He who exhorts, say exhorts, encourages. One of the first things that woke up in my life was that gift. It's like exhortation coming alongside of, come on, you could do it. Come on. You could be that. Come on. You could go. Come on. You could do that. If you have that gift, get along somebody and start coaching them. Say coaching. Exhorting them. Coach them on. Say you could do this. You can get out of this sin. You can go further than this. You're better than this. You exhort them on. You prod them on. Say, that's the gift of God. You exhort. You build them up. You say, you're so down. Why are you down? Oh, my soul. Let's come up. I've got that gift. Exhort them up into life. Exhortation. You come alongside them. Say, come on, get up with the divine energy, with that gift that moves them. And say, okay, I can. Okay, I can. I think I can. Remember the train? I think I can. I think I can. I know I can. I know I can, right? Say exhort. Say I'm an encourager. I'm an exhorter. He who contributes. Boy, I guess that's give, right? <laughs> wow. Is that right? 
is that he who contributes, he who gives, the King James says, let him do it with simplicity. Say simplicity. And with liberty. Say, I'm not stingy. God so loved the world, he gave his best, his only begotten son. I'm not stingy. I'm giving. I'm pouring out. I'm giving, right? That's what givers do. Contribute. Let him do it with simplicity. Close your eyes for a moment. Do this from now on, from this time on. Everybody wants to use a holiday and say, hey, don't you know it's Christmas? Forgive your brother. Forget about it. It's Jesus. We're always forgiving. Amen? Amen? I told you to close your eyes for a moment. Simplicity and liberty. I want you to hear that. Simplicity and liberty. I want you to stay out of your reasoning. Whatever God impresses in your heart for someone, don't think about it. Just do it. Tell yourself, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to do it. When that divine light or that heavenly star moves in my heart, I'm not going to start reasoning and shut God down. I'm going to do it. Say, just do it. You're going to find liberty in that. All that analyzing freezes you up for the expression of his glory. Amen? Amen. Say simplicity and liberality. Liberality. I can't even say it. Liberality. Thank you, Jimmy Heath. He put words in my mouth. Liberality. It's not like I've been out there with eggnog and liberality. (laughs) Cheers. He who gives aid and, and superintends with zeal and singleness of mind. He who does acts of mercy. Say acts of mercy. Say it's a gift. It's a gift. Some people have it stronger than others, but we all have it because we have Christ. Say mercy. Mercy. Say mercy endures forever. Mercy endures forever. His wrath is for a moment, but his mercy endures forever. Say mercy endures. Jesus Christ's mercy. Mercy goes to dark places before grace even reaches it. Mercy's already out there reaching it. Before grace even touches it, mercy first loved you. Then grace sets you up. Then faith puts you in position. But first, mercy. Say mercy. Say, I got the mercy of God. I'm going out with mercy. I'm looking for people who are lost. I'm looking for people that are all jacked up. I've got mercy to reach them. Amen. Say, his mercy endures forever. Mercy goes in the darkest places. Mercy found you and I. I don't know where you were, but I know where I was, and mercy came and got me. Amen? Amen. Then it positioned me in a place of grace. And then I took a place of faith. And then you put your big boy pants on, you walk with God. Amen? Thank you, God. Say, thank you, God. Say, mercy. Compassion. Connected with agape. Say, love. A seed of God. That's love. You counsel people, and they tell me, man... I really feel like I love my mate today. I really feel like I love him. I feel like I don't. That's phileo love. Say, that's conditional love. And I say, well, maybe you got this thing with your feelings down, but agape is a committed love. It don't change. My emotions bottom out and they come up, but I got to love you. I'm commanded to love you. I'm stuck with loving you because it's agape, hasid agape. It's connected with mercy. It's a committed love. Say a committed love. Regardless of how I feel. And we're all going to feel funky at times. Amen? Amen. Say he's connected with mercy. And then he goes on. He says, he who does acts of mercy. Say acts. Say you've got to do something with that mercy. Amen? Say I've got to act on that mercy. I've got to be simple in my mind. 
not figure it all out, analytical. Well, if I just, maybe it's not. Maybe this isn't God. Maybe that's not God. Throw it away. Do it. Just do it. Tell your neighbor, just do it. Tell him it's Nike. Nike. Just do it. That's the Greek word. He who does acts of mercy with genuine cheerfulness and joyful eagerness. Next verse. Let your love be sincere, a real thing. Hate what is evil. Say, I hate what's evil. Say, I hate what's evil. That's God, right? As much as mercy. All ungodliness turn in horror from wickedness. But, say but, hold fast to that which is good. Say, those are charisma gifts. I believe it's charisma. You guys know if you have the computer. It's charisma gifts. That's, that's number two, right? Number three, you'll go into another level. Some of you are awakening. Some of you need to awaken. It's 1 Corinthians 12. It's the gifts that Paul said, I would not have you ignorant of spiritual gifts, the King James says, but of spirituals. Say, I'm not ignorant. 1 Corinthians 12. There's gifts in you. Some need to be awakened in that. The Romans 12 are easy. You almost do that, almost what you would call by birth naturally. Administrate, insights. You can't help yourself. But these are phaneroses. They're light. Amen? They're gifts of God. And listen to this. Now about the spiritual gifts, the special. Say they're special. Because they come from Him. Say they're special. They're endowments of supernatural energy. Huh? Say supernatural. Energy from God. They've got His power in them. They have His presence in Him. Amen? They're full of the Holy Spirit of God. Say, I have that gift. Some of you say, I'm awakening. Say, I'm hungry to know those gifts that he placed in me. Say, I've got to, to serve this humanity. But some of these power gifts are necessary. Tell your neighbor, that means you. That don't mean the preacher. Say, that means you. That means you, you, you. That means you, gifts. God put them in you. Gifts, special endowments, a supernatural energy. Brother, I do not want you to be misinformed. I like that. Instead of ignorant. People get hurt. They get their feelings hurt. King James says, don't be ignorant. They go, ouch. Misinformed. You know, it's a little more easier on the soul. Next verse. You know that when you were heathens, you remember that? I, I do. I remember that. So that's just good to remember that you were a heathen. Huh? <laughs> that you needed God. Amen? You were led after idols that could not speak. Say dumb idols, the King James says. I was following things in the world that were dark and they were dumb because they weren't alive. Weren't you? He said you once did that. As impulse directed whenever the occasion might arise. Go on to the next verse. Therefore I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power, say the power, the dunamis, and the influence of the Holy Spirit of God. Say the Holy Spirit of God. Say the influence, the Spirit of God. Can ever say Jesus be a curse, and no one can really say Jesus is my Lord except by and under the power and the influence. Say the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit of God. That's how you said Jesus be Lord. Somebody moved on you and inspired you and influenced you, and you confessed Jesus as Lord, and something happened inside of you called the new birth. Amen? But it was by the power. Say the power and the influence. Of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. It starts there. Say it starts there. But it continues there. The rest of my walk. The rest of my life. By the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. I say things to people. Amen. I pray things on God's behalf. 
How? By the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. 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 And let's go on. Next verse. Now, there are distinctive varieties. Say there's a varieties. And distributions. Somebody gave them. Say God gave them. Of endowments. Gifts. Extraordinary powers. Distinguishing certain Christians. They're different, right? Some guys are different because of the, say, the endowment. The grace. All right? And then he goes on. Due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by, say by, the Holy Spirit. They vary, but the Holy Spirit remains the same. Mercy looks different than truth. Same Holy Spirit. Amen? Same Holy Spirit. A word of knowledge looks different than a power of healing. Say, same Holy Spirit. But differences in distributions. I don't know about you, but I was hungry to know the ones that he distributed to me. Because I wanted to give them out. Put your hand over your heart. Say, it's time for me to be hungry. Not be misinformed about spirituals. But find out that distribution at this level, 3 of, of 1 Corinthians 12, that I can manifest with God. Amen? Amen. 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 And they vary, but the same Holy Spirit remains. Next verse. And there are distinctive varieties of service. Say service. And ministration, but it is He, the same Lord, is, that serves. is served. Next verse. And there are distinctive varieties of operation, of working, accomplishing things. Say accomplishing things. We've got to accomplish some things, folks. We really do. You've got that gift in you. You've got to go. Tell your neighbor, you've got to go. You've got to be a good steward. You've got to do something with it. You can't just let people pass out programs and bore people in some religious service. You've got to give them Jesus Christ. That's who you are. That's why you live. You understand what I'm saying? You can't do that. People don't need programs. They need him. It's on me and you. Say, it's on me and you. To go with these heavenly gifts. Varieties of operation, working to accomplish things. But it's the same God. Say, same God. Who inspires and energizes them all in all. Say, all in all. Say, all in all. Next verse. <laughs> I like that. But to each one is given the manifestation. Say, manifestation. That means it shows up, right? Something begins to happen. The atmosphere begins to change in you and begins to change in your conversation with them because it's a manifestation. Say, a manifestation. Right? Of the Holy Spirit. The evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and profit. Say for good. And to profit. It's to profit all. Amen? Say I have Him in me. I have that gift in me. It's to profit all. Believers and unbelievers. Amen? Next verse. The one is given and through the Holy Spirit the power to speak a message of wisdom. To another, the power to express a word of knowledge. Say a word of knowledge. That means just one word, right? You get a word about somebody. I don't care if it just says hurting. That's a word with the presence of God. Go to them. Go to that person. And then use your insights. And then use the rest of the gifts to get them to God. Amen? Say a word of knowledge. And understand it according to the same Holy Spirit. Next verse. To another... Wonder-working faith. Say faith. Say it's a gift. See, we all have a measure of faith, but this is talking about a manifestation of faith, a gift of faith. I think I've experienced that probably twice, maybe three times in my life, and it becomes an instant explosion. Say a gift of faith. By the same Holy Spirit to another, the extraordinary powers of healing. By the one Spirit. Next verse. We'll finish this in a minute. Ten. 
to another the working of miracles. Say working of miracles. Working of miracles. Did you hear what Tom prophesied last week? We got to have a miracle mindset. He said, I'm going to give you a miracle mindset. Is that the words that were used? A miracle mindset? That means to believe in the things that you're facing that are impossible, that are possible with God. That's a miracle, right? We're in that season in this house. Because why? We need that, right? A miracle. Say it with me. A miracle is God's power in operation for my impossible situation. Say it's a working of miracles. It's a working of dunamis, that word is. Power, where we get the word dynamite, explosion. Sometimes we just need an explosion over the situation that we're facing. Sometimes you just need an explosion in your finances. Sometimes you need that explosion in your body. Say it's dunamis. Power. Working of miracles. Right? 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 Amen. To another prophetic insight. The gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose. To another the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterance of true spirit and false ones. Listen, discernment's real. And it's not just always seeing demons. Well, boy, that person feels like they got a demon on them. It's seeing angels too. It's both. Say it's discerning. It's both, right? Distinguish between the utterance of true spirits and false ones. To another, various kinds of unknown tongues. To another, the ability to interpret such tongues. Next verse. All these gifts, achievements, and abilities. Say that. All these gifts, achievement, and abilities. They're inspired and brought to pass by one and the same Holy Spirit who apportions, say apportions, say delegates, dispenses to each person. Say to me, I've been delegated something from that lineup individually exactly as he chose. Will you close your eyes and tell the Lord, I want what you've chosen for me. I don't want to just choose things. I was counseling someone the other day. I said, man, let God work with you. Be comfortable in the skin, the wine skin that he put in you. Just be who you are. I can't be anything else. When you're not sure you want to be like, I remember counseling uh, preachers and they go, I want to be just like Joel Osteen. You can hang that one up for me. Huh? Probably most of you. Right? <laughs> I know Sarah said, right? Jimmy said, I'm, a, I'm not going to say a thing, but I, 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 he, did, he did like that parrot, like his parrot, Nadine. What was your parrot called? Gabby? He did like that parrot. Like, <laughs> Don't try to be that. I told that man of God, that's not the wineskin. That's not your armor. Don't try that. Well, but he's got the biggest church. He's America's pastor. Don't try that. That's not what you wear. That's not the skin that you're in. That's not what you do. Amen? Say, I'm finding out the grace in my life of Christ, right? The only image that you worship is the image of God and the image that he revealed himself in you. I, could, I can't do that. i got to be who I am. Mine might be more raw. It might be more with a heavy left of truth with some grace. That's just the way I'm bent, right? God made me that way, Right? So if he calls for that and people ask me, will you do this wedding, do this funeral, what do you think they're going to meet? In you, same thing, say in you, right? Exhortation, some of you insight, you call Heather, you're going to meet truth and you're going to get things set in order. Don't call her if you want her to straighten out your life in your house. Amen? 
But it's Christ. Amen. Nevertheless, exactly as he chooses, say he chooses. Say he chooses. Say, Lord, I want what you've chosen for me in graces, in gifts, in living, in houses, in homes, in lands. Your choice, your will. Amen. You're snared. Some of you say, I don't want to say that because now I'm scared because I want to live in San Diego. I'm just saying. <laughs> if he chose that for you, God bless you, I think. <laughs> California is a rough place. It is. Different laws, right? Different leaders. Maybe even more ungodly, I'm thinking. Huh? <laughs> I won't do it, Arthur. I won't do it. Don't go to Medlin. I didn't plan to say all that, but I want, I want, we got to wake up. I want you to take a little peek. Look to your left and right. Tell your neighbor, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Right? It, Jimmy Heath was telling me, if we just told one person about Jesus and don't let him do the math, because I am horrible at math, I'm not going to try it. But he said something like this. Just bring one person, and at the end of a year, Whatever. See, you know, that was the Holy Spirit because he even talked about going and getting people and telling me and my ears are up and I'm pumped. So he goes, I don't remember. I got, I got amnesia. I've got amnesia. But he said something like that. Look right. Look left. You can impact one person this year. You can tell one person, I'm saying at the, at the smallest, about Jesus. Say one. You can bring one person to the Lord. Say one. We got to do that folks. We got to do that Get them to jesus not to a program get them to him the same life and forgiveness and reality The gospel's still true. Amen. 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 All right. All right You look at those gifts. There's a whole nother set in ephesians chapter 4 It's a whole nother level of giftings and stuff, but bottom line it's the word doma It's a gift made a gift of but that applies to all of us say i'm a gift made a gift of freely i've received Freely I'm given. Say, I'm going with these heavenly gifts. Amen? All right. I, I, I don't know. I went all that way, but I'm going to go another way that I plan to go, I guess. I might be done. I might not be. I don't know. Before we change, anybody want to say anything else? In the, I feel like I'm in court. Is that how it works for you? Is the jury resting? Or does anybody, Is there anything else? The jury's not resting. Whatever. Somebody's resting. You can help me out with that. See? There's the grace. Not have it. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything. If not, I'm going to shift. But don't feel pressured. But if you do, we'll take that pause. That, And you can say something. If not, we'll, we'll not. You're good? Everybody's good? Okay. Well, say it strong. <laughs> I just want to say, last week's service, Tom ran into him in the grocery store, and he said, listen to it. And my heart has been so heavy on miracles. And the Lord has really put it upon my heart. I've been interceding, Good. interceding for miracles. I know it. Yes. So I'm in total agreement that it was right on time. Amen. Spoken Amen. word. Hey, it is. That's awesome. And that's awesome in the house of God. Say in Bethlehem. Yes. See, that's awesome when we're talking about miracles. I've heard it like three or four times. I remember saying something about miracles. I remember Anna saying something about miracles. I remember Sharon singing something over here about acts of God, which touch miracles right here. Then you hear Tom in the voice. It's in the house. Say, it's in the house. Miracles. Amen? Miracles, signs, wonders. And that's not just all, all just healings and all that, though they are that. Amen? But there's more than that. 
That's God active in that. Amen? Amen. Making impossible things real in our lives. Amen? That's not a vivid imagination. That's Christ in manifestation. Are you listening to me? Miracles are right now and for today. Miracle-minded, right? That's what he said. That's what he does. Amen? And that's what we're believing. That's what we're leaning to. Amen? Miracles of healing. This miracle of healing stands perfectly healed before you all by a miracle of healing, by faith in the name of Jesus. That's a miracle, right? That's a miracle. People having babies that can't have babies without medical assistance, that's a miracle, right? Marriage is being restored that said, I will not serve God. I'm angry with God, and they're together right now. That's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say miracle. It's a happening of God. She sang it. Something about the axe. God's moving. The axe. I remember it. I don't remember all the words, but I remember the hit. Then Tom came and delivered the same thing. Say, that's in Bethlehem. Say, Bethlehem. I want to be where Jesus is birthed. Amen? I want to be where he's born at. I don't want to go to Jerusalem and that big religious institution. I want to be where Jesus is. You could throw me a couple of more people. I'm okay with that, Lord. But nevertheless, I want to be in Bethlehem. Say, Bethlehem. In the house of God. That's what Bethlehem means. Say, it's the house of God. Amen? It's called in Arabic, the house of meat. Say, house of meat. Say, there's meat in my house. There's meat in my house. There's bread in my house. Jesus is in the house. Are you listening to me? Amen? House of bread. House of meat. In the Hebrew, house of war. She's going to war. Calling for things to happen. Calling for miracles to occur. Calling for the happenings of God. Doing her part in God. Amen? Say it's in Bethlehem. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. We sing that song. In Bethlehem, Jesus was born. It was a far place from Jerusalem. He was in Bethlehem. Are you listening? I want that. I want that always in God. God's presence. I want in that heavenly manger. I want people worshiping and opening up treasures. I want to see the gold, the divinity of God. I want to see the frankincense, the resurrection of Jesus. I want to even experience the sufferings of God that are beautiful. That's all in Bethlehem, in a manger. There's no room for him still in the inns. Can't make room for him in some churches. They say, no, I want to preach about... No, that's too hard when we talk about these issues. I won't do that. I refuse to do that. Well, you're not Bethlehem. You're in Jerusalem connected with the religious people. I want to be in Bethlehem, the house of God, the house of meat. There's meat in my house. See that I won't open up the gates of heaven, the windows of heaven, and pour you out such a blessing. There's not room enough to contain it because there's meat in my house. That's Bethlehem. That's Jesus. That's right. That's right. It's, and there's meat in the house. There's gold in the house. Divinity showing up every Sunday. Breaks my heart and breaks the heart of God. Where are those other people? Why do they come and visit? Why do they come and leave when he's here? His presence is here. I don't know. I have no answers. But nevertheless, house of God. Say house of God. Bethlehem, house of bread. Jesus Christ, the bread of life. That feeds and meets the needs of every person that's here. He's the manna from heaven. He's the life. He's the light. Amen? Say Bethlehem. Listen to this. Matthew chapter 2. I'm going to start reading in the first verse. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Say, in the house of God. Amen? 
of Judea in the days. This is where he was at in the days of Herod. Say Herod the king. You know the word Herod means hero? Man, I said I, hate, I hated that in the Greek. I hated that. I said he's no hero. He's a zero. A lot of these government guys are not heroes. They're zeros. They just want to make a name for themselves. That's what Herod wanted. He said, all I want is just my head in cement in somewhere in Rome. So he wanted a legacy. He didn't want to serve his people. He wanted to rule over them. Amen? Too much of that today. Big government telling us all what to do. Here I go. See, now I'm getting 60s here. Here in helicopters. <laughs> Hey, stop. What's that sound? Everybody look what's going round. Hey, stop. I had to do that for Jimmy because he hated it so much. I had to finish it. There's a man with a gun over there. You hear that? <laughs> so we're going to give it to the man. <laughs> yeah. What's that? It's a drone. <laughs> no, no, not really. Not really. What would you say? Yeah. In the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east. Say Magi. That means wise men. Say wise men. That means some Asian guys. Where is Norm Bennett when I'm preaching about Asians? Norm, tell Norm he's got to listen. I'm talking about his people. <laughs> he said the Magi, the Asian, it says the east. They, the Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem. They went to Jerusalem. Listen. I read the whole story. I'll paraphrase it. They saw a star. I looked it up and I said, could it be, Lord, could it be the, the, the shepherds in Luke saw the heavens open and an angel and a host singing glory to God in the highest. Remember? Remember that last week? Glory to God in the highest. The angels did, right? Could have that, that angel been the star that these wise men followed? Huh? Did Walter, did you say yes to me like that? Man, that warmed my heart. <laughs> yes, he said, because it's true. All through the Bible, the word star has to do it. Satan, it says the dragon swung his tail and took a third of the stars. It wasn't the stars. And listen, they were following that heavenly star, that visitation. And it came and got them. Say it came and got them. In the east, they were pagans. God comes and gets us. He looks for us. We're, we're looking for the Savior. We're looking for the Savior. Now nah, he's looking for you. He's going to come get you. That star came and got those men from the east, those Asians, right? He came and said, come, follow this star. And they start following, and they go, oh, wait a minute. My mind gets in the way. Oh, wait a minute. I don't understand this. Maybe I should go to Jerusalem, that religious place where Herod hangs out and religion hangs out. Say, that's a mistake. That mistake almost cost Jesus his life as a baby. He had to come back and say, whoa, 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 here goes these wise men. They're not so wise today. He's, oi vey, i got to warn them in a dream. Get out of there. How that applies to us is like I'm telling you, once you hear, once you have the day star that dawns in your life, the life of Jesus leading you to do something, don't refer to your mind and your reasoning. Don't go back to Jerusalem. Say, I'm not going back to Jerusalem. I'm following the heavenly star. I'm following the life of God, the brightness of his glory. I'm following that in here. 2 Peter 1.19, look at it your own. He said, we do well. Say, we do well. If we attend to, say, pay attention. That's what my Uncle Danny says. Pay attention, for crying out loud. Pay attention to that Word of God. Say, Word of God. Pay attention to what's written. Pay attention to what's spoken. Pay attention. And that darkness, it'll be like a light, a day star that arises in your very heart. 
in the darkest of time, you just give yourself and pay attention to that word, it's going to turn into that heavenly star and witness to your human spirit, and you've got direction. Say direction. Amen? Don't go back to Jerusalem. Don't go back to where Herod's at. Follow that star. Follow that angelic brightness. Follow that luminary light. Amen? Say, in light. I see light. Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king. The Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem. Say, religion. Institution. Big religion. Big organization. No baby, no King Jesus in the, in the place. Just a story about him. Why would you encounter the heavenly star and then go back and hear a story? Huh? See, I'm not doing that. I'm not listening to my egghead. I'm, I'm following the star, right? He says, he, we're saying, where is he who was born King of the Jews? For we saw his star. They said they knew that it was his star in the east. And have come to worship him. Right? When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled. Say he was troubled. Of course he's troubled. Right? He, he hangs out. Listen. Jesus Christ the king cannot cohabitate with religion, pretense, nor much government. He doesn't cohabitate. Right? He just says it like this. Render to Caesar's what's Caesar's. Give it to him. But render to God's what's God's. Give that to him. He doesn't hang around them. Government men don't like him. They get troubled about him. Huh? Are you listening? So maybe, maybe if they call you pastors, the America's pastor, yeah, that ain't such a good compliment. Are you listening to me? As he is, so are we in this world. Right? So if governments are troubled... With the Jesus in you, that means the kingdom is here, right? Amen. The king is here, Amen. right? Yes. So that's why he got nervous. So he gets troubled. Say troubled. troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. They all got troubled. And then the religious guys got troubled too. <laughs> big government and big religion. Oh, my gosh. We're going to lose our money. Don't you know? They buy my oil and, and they buy my, the things for offerings. And here comes Jesus' life. I'm going to lose everything. It makes me troubled, religion. Right? Hello. I know. That's just for me if it's not for you. It keeps me sane, man. It keeps me sane. And when Herod the king, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him, gathering together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people. He inquired of them and, and the Messiah, where the Messiah was to be born. And they said, in Bethlehem. They had the word. Say those Jewish guys had the word, right? They had the word that they made it a letter, but they nevertheless, they had the word, right? In Bethlehem. For this has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means last among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler, say a ruler, who will shepherd, say a shepherd, my people Israel. And then Herod secretly, that's what they do, secretly, they're sneaky. They, when you're in the night, when you're doing stuff secretly in your life and around people and around people of God, you're in the wrong tree. Amen? When you're sneaky, there's something wrong. Everything's in the light. Say in the light. Then they called the Magi and determined what exact time that he appeared. Right? They, they went over it. And he sent them to Bethlehem. Right? Okay. And he said, go search carefully for the child. This is Herod. And when you found him, report to me so I too can come and worship him. Say not true. 
a lying politician. It's a lying politician. It's the truth. It's the truth. I haven't seen many that get that level of political stuff that don't cheat and lie. I haven't seen that many. Talked to one of them. I said, don't compromise. And they told me, the politician said, you're right, but you've got to compromise some things to get things passed. I said, I don't know that, God. I don't know that, Jesus. And then they think you're just radical and like, like you're like some jihad guy for God. That's not true. People want somebody that's honest and truthful and that will lead according to the dictates of God's heart, which are for people and for humanity, not for their own legacy. Huh? Amen? 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 Come out of here on fire, buddy. We'll be like that. Watch out for those drones on the way out, though. And he said, after hearing the king, they went their way. And what's this? Their way. And the star which they had been in the east went on before them. You know, listen, you know it's that angel because how many stars go like over here? Look at you guys are blank. You mad guys come back over here. No, you know, that's not even possible in orbit. Come over here. I told you don't go to Jerusalem. We just come on. Let's get on the road. That's angelic. Say angelic. So they got back on purpose again, though they wasted some time. Thank God. Say, thank God. I waste some time sometimes with my mind, with my logic, going to Jerusalem, going to religion, going to read the letter. Sometimes I waste time, but thank God for God. He redeems my time. That life of God is still there. The star is still appearing, and all I got to do is just go. Amen. Just follow the star. Hey, trust in the Lord. Say it with me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Amen? That's Proverbs 3, 5. I'm not referring. That's what I'm telling you. Don't refer to that mind of yours. Listen, your mind is, is made by God to be renewed, number one. Metamorphous, changed, to aid the Spirit of God in you. To cooperate, not argue with. Your mind is made, okay, here comes God. He, he, he directs your heart. I want you to go over here. I want you to do that, and here's my word on that. Go ahead and do that. Your mind's to say like this. Okay, yes, sir, let's represent. But if your mind's not renewed, all it does is turn around and argue. I don't know. I don't feel like going up. I don't want to. That's the unrenewed mind. Say unrenewed mind. With the renewed mind, you're to handle God's words. Amen? Close your eyes. Say, God, touch my mind. Metamorphose it through the word of God. Renew it. So I represent you, so I handle you, and I express you. So I don't argue with you that I don't have a nervous mind, a panicking mind, an over-eager mind, but I got a mind that handles. I got the mind of Christ. It's a renewed mind. Only God can renew a mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the word of God, metamorphous, trans, transformed mind. My mind's going to stay here. We're going to have a mind, but I want it to aid my spirit, right? So God gets big impact. Amen? Amen? Amen. It says in the, the star, which they had seen in the east, went before them until, let's see, until it came and stood over the place. Listen, we follow God. We get, it's exact, man. It's exact. It, it said that star led them until the exact place. The life of God the exact place that we're supposed to be. The exact place. Say the exact place. Say the exact person. I lean on that. I depend on that. I want to keep following that star. That light. Amen? 
to the exact place. Say the exact place. Amen. And stood over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And they fell to the ground and they worshiped him. Then opening their treasures. This is where we started, right? They presented to him gifts. This is where we started, right? Gifts of gold, that divine thing. Frankincense, that resurrected thing. Myrrh, that suffering thing. You're going to have that when you're, when you're needing a miracle. You're going to have that. You're going to have deity involved. You're going to have resurrection involved. And yeah, you're going to have some suffering involved. You are. So then some people say, well, I don't want a miracle then. Well, you're not getting out of it. <laughs> some, if you're in situations that uh, we've been in and, and you've been in, you're not getting out but by a miracle. Are you listening? Yeah. It does us good, right? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream. See, thank God for his grace. Say, thank God. When I screw it up, he redeems it. He warns me in a dream or something to get my attention, to get me back on track. Not to return to Herod. Say, I'm not returning to Herod. That means I'm not dependent on my government. I'm not. I'm not. I never really have honest truth, but I'm not. And nor should you. Nor am I dependent on Jerusalem. Some form of God, but with no God in it, not going there. Right? Or my carnal mind that does that. Not going there. See, I'm not going there. I'm staying in the house of God. Staying following that light of God. Right? That heavenly star. And I want you to get something. Tom said, miracle mindsets? Okay, a mindset. So what it would do us well with our eyes closed to say, he said, I'm releasing. If God said he's releasing, then I'm saying I'm receiving. Right? So if you want to put your hand over your mind and over your heart to say, I'm receiving what was prophesied in this house about a miracle mindset. I need that, God. I really do. I need my mind touched. I need to stop arguing with you. I need to stop fussing with you. I need to stop fearing things. I need to just receive right now that miracle mindset where I believe you. That you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. That you are the same and that you intervene. And there's people, man, when you have radical needs, God shows himself radical, right? Just stay with them. Paul the Apostle instructed us, and I've told you before, he says in Galatians 3, I think it's 5 and 6, he goes, Hey, he that ministers miracles among you, how does he? By the hearing of faith or the works of the law? And he started out and he said, Hey, you foolish Galatians. And I always apply that word to me. Am I being foolish in my thinking? Am I being religious in my thinking? Am I being fearful in my thinking? Oh, foolish, whatever, right? If you're a Galatian. He said, did you receive Jesus first by the works of the law or the hearing of faith? How many of you say the works of the law? Hearing of faith? And he says, now that you're born again and you've received Jesus, now how do you continue to receive the supply of his life, of his presence, of his power? How do you continue? By the law? Or by the hearing? By the hearing. And he says, and then he goes, and he that works miracles among you, say works among you. How does he do it? By law or by hearing? So where do we get the hearing? Faith comes by hearing, Romans ten seventeen, and by hearing by the word of God. The mystery of Mark chapter 4, and I'll do this another day because I feel like I'm going to wind down it, but I'm going to give you a little taste. Mark chapter 4, Jesus 
told his disciples, and he began to teach them a parable. It means a parabolo, an illustration. He's going to throw it alongside of their lives. And he began to tell them, I'm going to tell you a mystery. And he goes, if you don't understand Mark chapter 4's parable, then how can you understand any other parable that I say? And I remember hearing that as a young man on David Avenue. I heard the, uh, a man say that verse, and from then on I go, man, i got to know that, what that parable means, or I'm not going to understand anything. Say so to do you well the same. And that parable is a mystery, and it talks about a sower sowing the seed, which is the word of God. Say the word of God. And that, that seed becomes the word. That word becomes a kingdom, and that kingdom reveals the king. That's the word of God. So when we're hearing it, there's a substance called faith that begins to happen to us. A supernatural endowment, if you would, called faith. That things could begin to happen, right? I'll go there another day. I'm going to stop where I'm at. I'm going to go back to Bethlehem. I, I, I think I followed the wrong star for a moment. But just put that out there. Mark chapter 4. Research that. Because if he that works miracles among us does so by the hearing of faith, all i got to do is hear something. Right? Jesus said, take heed to what you hear and how you hear it. And if you're hungry for God, you're going to be start hearing God. I don't care if you're brand new, man, brand new. You've been born again. You have the ability to begin to learn to hear God through his word. And usually when you first begin a simple impression, an intuition, whatever you want to call it, it's called the witness of God in Romans. That's where we begin. Will you stand to your feet? Did you get anything out of this? Will you give God thanks for this and this day? Thank him for this day. Thank Him for what's happening. Thank Him for what's happening in you. Thank Him for what's happening among us. Thank Him for what's happening in the house. Thank Him for Bethlehem. Thank you for Jesus, the Savior. Thank you for the Emmanuel. Thank you for the gifts of God. Thank you for the treasures of God in every person here. Thank you for them being used and put into usury. Not a sleepy member in the house. Everybody active and doing the will of God. Bringing divine energy everywhere. Whether you're to pray and intercede with Gloria, come pray. Whether you're to give, give. Whether you're to work, whatever you're to do, just do your part. Do your part. Amen? Do your part. He said, if my people be willing in the day of the, my power. Say, it's the day of his power. He's prophesying it. Say, I'm willing. That means volunteering. Just like you do in a service of the army, the word means. Say, I'm, I'm ready. Hey, listen. This is my meat and my drink, Jesus said, to do your will. I want everybody just going and doing. Just go and do the will. Experience the satisfaction and the reality of God just using you. Amen? Amen? Yeah, every head bowed, every eye closed. If God spoke to you today to get some things right with him, I want you to raise your hand and just do it. In one moment, you're going to be right with him. I had a young man tell me, well, man, it's going to take me a long time to get things right again. No, it doesn't. It happens in the moment you converse with him. You're right. You're right already in right standing. If you need that and you, you've been out of sorts or, or you need to raise your hand right now, just go ahead and throw it up and say, I want prayer for that. I want, to, I want right standing with Jesus. I want right standing with God right now. Amen. Look, everybody's good. That's good. That's very healthy. Very good. Very good. Amen. So, Father, we pray, and I pray that your presence, your fires burn so strong in every person within the sound of your voice, in the presence of your worship, in this house. Not many mighty, not many noble, Lord. It doesn't take the many. It just takes you in people. And, Lord, we do receive. Say, I receive that miracle mindset. I receive miracles in operation.
from the hand of God. I receive the miracles that I need. And whatever it is you say, I say that Anna's healed by a miracle of healing. I say that she stands perfectly well before us all by the impossible of the impossibilities and God making it possible. Let's just worship him all together as a family of God. Let's just lift our voices and let's pour out on him. Let's worship him. You got treasure. We started here. You got treasure. Give it up. Give out that treasure. Like I told you about Magdalene, I heard a man speak one word and God, it say God gives the increase. That man spoke one word and lights went off in me. Get around and hear the word of God and let the light go off in you. He spoke one word about Magdalene and something went off in me. Say the hearing of faith. I receive by the hearing of faith. Father, I receive right now miracles, signs, and wonders. Isaiah said, I and the children which are given to me are for signs and wonders in Israel. Say the Lord, I'm a sign of yours. I'm a wonder of yours. And these signs shall follow. Signs are following you. You'll lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. You'll cast out devils in his name. Say, signs follow me. I don't need signs to anchor me. I need signs and wonders to honor my Father. Will you put both hands to heaven and say, that's my desire. Signs and wonders to honor my Father. Just signs and wonders to honor my Father. Father, that's why we're here. That's why we're doing what we do. That's why we do what we do. Signs and wonders to honor our Father. Not just to, to anchor our souls from a hard situation. But signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus Christ. By faith in that name. Release further miracles in this house. Release miracles in this house. The miracle of the new birth. That a man must be born again. Release the miracle of the new birth. Release the empowering of the Holy Spirit to all in this place. Release deeper miracles of healing. Release miracles of financially. Release miracles to get one person out of one place into the next geography-wise. And release a miracle, Lord, to, to multiply your grace and grow and add to this church daily. Where Jesus Christ is honored, where he's birthed, where gold is and worship is and treasure is. And we refuse and refute all stigmas over the name of Jesus Christ in this house. And we release abundance of life in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I don't know how many of you know Fred Bond. Uh, he used to be worked for the telephone company, I believe, years ago, but he lives on Lena Drive. He's in his 80s. Uh, he's, he's the guy that used to ride around on a red scooter with his Pomeranian dog. So that's, that's, anyway, that's who I'm talking about. Um, he, well, he had an accident on his scooter uh, maybe a year ago, something like that, and um, messed up his hip a little bit. And anyway, it, was, it, it, it grew back some, but he was about an inch and a half short on his left leg at one point, but it 
it grew back, but it was still about a half inch short, and it was giving him trouble with his hip and his back. And so I, I talked to him on the phone a little bit back, and he was telling me about it. So in my spirit, I just saw myself praying for him, and then he called. He's one of my uh, electric customers, and he called about that. And so I said, well, I'll, I'll go over there and see you in a day or so and about his electric bill. And uh, uh, anyway, so I did, and then uh, I knew this in the back of my mind, and, you know, nothing was really going there yet. I mean, I wasn't feeling any super spiritual or anything, no no particular anointing. And but he got around to he got around to his leg and his back and his hip and stuff and so uh I said, Well can I can I pray for your leg? And he said, Well, you know, I'm 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 managing, I'm I'm getting around, I'm getting by okay and and so we talked a little bit more and I said, Well let me you got a straight back chair and so he was in a big recliner, so I got a straight back chair and he got in the chair and pulled out his his two legs and where he stuck out his legs and uh, left leg was it was a good half inch short I mean it was there was no question it was short and uh, so I said well can I can I pray for you and and I don't remember he he didn't seem to give a real specific answer or anything I mean th- and this guy's not a believer I mean I've talked to him about the Lord before and he's had a bad experience with church or something I mean the church people criticize him his wife goes to church but anyway so uh, he's not a believer He's a, he's a great man. He's a he's a he's a friendly guy. I, I really love him and and he likes me. And so, anyway, uh, he's not a believer. And sometimes in your in your religious thinking, you think, well, you know, he's got to become a believer, and then then I can pray for him for healing. But that's not necessarily the case. You know, Jesus said, he said, go and heal the sick, and then tell them the kingdom of God has come near to them. So he didn't put a pre-qualification saying. That, you know, they've got to accept me as Lord first, and then I'll heal them. You know, I mean, a lot of times it does work that way, but it's, it's not a hard and fast rule. He said, heal the sick, and then say unto them, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto them. So, uh, so healing is part and parcel of the kingdom. It's part of the kingdom. Um, anyway, so he had his both legs out, and, and I prayed for his left leg, had it, had it uh, sealed in my hand, and and I made the mistake of shutting my eyes when I prayed. So, it, I mean, it's, that's okay. But anyway, I, I, I just prayed a simple prayer. You know, Lord, lengthen his leg, heal his hip and his back area, whatever. And uh, and then I, I looked, and both heels were even. And that's why I say I made the mistake of shutting my eyes. I didn't I didn't see anything come out. I didn't see it come out. Sometimes you wouldn't see it come out. But anyway, I opened my eyes, and they were even. And so he got up and stood, and and kind of didn't know what to make of it. He didn't say anything, yay or nay. So I said, well, get in the chair again. And so I just prayed again, you know, just making sure whatever. And, and you know, I mean, still it's the same. They were still even. So um, anyway, he he got back in his recliner, and we visited some more. And and then as we got out to leave, and, and I walked out on the porch, and then he walked out on the porch, and he said, I don't know what you did, but it, it's different. And I said, well, it, it's not me, it's Jesus. So, uh, I mean, just a testimony of God's goodness, God's healing power. I didn't feel, I mean, I, I wasn't in any kind of supernatural state or wasn't in church. So, you know, God is God, is God in the valleys as well as the hills, you know, as it was in the Old Testament. But uh, what I'm saying, it's, it's, and it's the name of Jesus. I prayed in the name of Jesus. It's him. 
and uh, he's a miracle-working God. Praise God. Amen. What a report. Good, good to be with you and assembled with you today. The, uh, look forward to reassembling this evening at 6 for uh, fellowship and just uh, some good eats and time to just enjoy each other. And uh, I, I do appreciate the kind of, uh, I know it wasn't really teaching, but the, the approach to the word this morning, to let the word say what the word says. Uh, and uh, I encourage you all in this holiday week, let the Word say what the Word says to you in the Christmas story. You know, even if you looked at it a thousand times and you think you know every word of it, let it speak to you again this week because there is truth beyond your imagination in it. Uh, Even this week I, I had looked at exactly what you looked at today with the visitation of the Magi, and, and there, there are just things that, that I, I don't understand. I just take on faith, but I want to understand, and I will understand as long as I keep an open uh, heart and spirit concerning that and know that God can reveal more truth to me, and I encourage you to do the same thing. Don't go with the secular Christmas story this week. Don't just watch the Charlie Brown Christmas story <laughs> and think that's the way it is. They get some of it right. They miss a lot of the point. And uh, so, anyway, let the Word say what the Word says. All right. So.